I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download for a full deposit match. It is Friday, September 23rd, and I have two MLB best bets for you, as well as two player props to use on Prize Picks. Let's do a recap of yesterday because we got slammed. We did. Really tough day. Our flawless streak ended, but that just means we get to start a new one. We lost on the Astros versus Orioles over seven, not even close, finished two to zero. We had the Phillies versus the Braves over seven and a half, not even close. We lost on the Thursday night football under. It looked a lot worse than it was. It really just lost by two, maybe three points, but that last touchdown really ruined a lot of teasers. And if you're listening to this podcast, you were down yesterday. We took a hit, not shying away from it. If we won every bet, we'd be on an island somewhere. It's just the name of the game. We're still up this week, and I'm not going down without a fight. We have a dog today, a huge underdog, because I play value. No matter what we do, we move on to the next day. We pretend like the previous day never happened, just like we were doing on the hot streak. Our regular season record is now 212 and 174, winning at a 55% rate. We are plus 39.29 units. Let's get back over 40 today. First game, San Francisco Giants versus the Arizona Diamondbacks at 9.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Carlos Rodon, a lefty for the Giants, who's 13-8 with a 2.84 ERA and a 1.04 whip, taking on Tommy Henry, a lefty for the Diamondbacks, who's 3-4 with a 5.50 ERA and a 1.53 whip. We head to Arizona for the first game of a three-game set. Both teams are pretty much out of it at this point, as the Giants sit 9.5 games back from the Phillies of the third wildcard spot. Neither team is very motivated, but someone's got to win. You're probably wondering why the line is the way that it is. I have to be honest with you. It didn't make much sense to me when I first saw it. I had to dig a little deeper into why the line is so low in for the Giants in a game they should be much larger favorites. I saw this line open this morning at around minus 130, and it has since been steamed up to minus 145 in most places. The line is starting to adjust towards the Giants, but I have the line closer to the minus 170 range, so it still is closer than I would expect. The reason the line is so low is how bad the Giants have been against lefties lately, coupled with the fact that this is the first game off of Coors Field. Even with these factors, the line is just too low. Full transparency, I may be walking into a trap here, but I just can't help myself when I look at how much this matchup favors the Giants and a pitcher that is opposing the Giants who we've made a lot of money off fading. Tommy Henry is going to take them out for the Diamondbacks. I don't believe he is truly ready yet for big league ball as his stuff profile is one of the worst of any starting pitcher that is currently on a big league roster. He doesn't have good command, which is just the first issue. He doesn't have the velocity to throw his fastball by hitters and the spin on his four-seam fastball is far below average. His command on the pitch is spotty and he throws it 57.3% of the time. He mixes in a slider and a curveball where his command is even worse and both of those are far below average in spin rate. He may be a good pitcher one day if he can spot up these pitches because he is, you know, he's a little funky with his delivery, but he's just not there yet. And on the other side, we have Carlos Rodon, and Rodon has been one of the best left-handed pitchers in baseball. Another reason why the line may be so low is this isn't a very good spot for Rodon. He struggled against Dimebacks, surrendering 10 runs over 17 innings against them through three starts. He's worse during night games and worse on the road. 
In his last start against them, he looked much better, though, going six innings while striking out 11 and only and only allowing one run. It also is very important to note that the Diamondbacks, while the Giants have been terrible against lefties, the Diamondbacks have been the worst team in the month of September against left-handed pitching. And Rodon has a 2.71 XERA, and Henry has a 5.26 XERA. This is just a mismatch, and at the value I got it at, it is more than worth it to play the Giants for the first five innings. We are starting, again, to see massive steam heading towards the Giants' way, so I jump on this ASAP if you agree with my logic. I'll be on the Giants' first five because I found it on BetMGM at plus 100 early this morning, but for the sake of the article, I will list, and for this podcast, I will I will list the play at minus 110. That's what I will do it at for the units, as that's what I'm seeing as I continue to talk on this podcast and wrote up the article this morning, and I would just play this up to minus 120. So the pick is San Francisco Giants' first five innings, minus a half, which is minus 110, one unit to win, or 1.1 units to win one unit. The second game is the New York Mets versus the Oakland A's, again at 9.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Chris Bassett, a righty for the Mets, who's 14-8 with a 3-3-2 ERA and a 1-1-4 whip, taking on Cole Irvin, a lefty for the Athletics, who's 9-11 with a 3-7-9 ERA and a 1-1-0 whip. We're going to head to Oakland for the first game of a three-game set. Like I said, pretty risky one here for you, but just hear me out. Chris Bassett is putting together a great season, but we can get him in his worst spot here. He's coming off his six-inning shutout performance against the Pirates, and he's looked awesome in that start. The Mets are the far better team, which is why they're minus 235 on the money line. But are they the much better option in this exact spot with that value? I'm not so sure. Cole Irvin is a better stream when he's at home. The value on him is always massive, especially in a spot like this. His home road splits are egregious. He has a 2.75 ERA at home and a 5.17 ERA on the road. The FIPs also match up. Really good FIP at home, really bad FIP on the road. His September numbers are rough. He's rocking a 7.23 ERA through three starts. This is why I feel like I'm getting the most value. But that has a lot to do with a nine-inning blow up against the Braves. But the Braves are a much better offense against lefties than the Mets are. In September, the Mets are rocking a 104 WRC plus against left-handed pitching, while the A's are rocking a 95 WRC plus against right-handed pitching. The advantage, of course, leans towards the Mets, but it's not as much as you may think. The Mets have to travel from Milwaukee to Oakland for a West Coast trip, which is always tough on East Coast teams. They had an off day to relax, which could come back to bite them as they take the lowly A's very easily. This is not a bet you should hammer, of course, by any means, as this matchup still leans towards the Mets' favor. But I feel like I'm getting enough value on the first five money line. If they are tied after five innings, we get a push. The pick, Oakland A's, first five innings money line, plus 175. It's one unit, to win 1.75 units. Let's get to my favorite player props of the day. The first one will be Andrew McCutcheon over a half run in RBI against Mike Miner in Great American Ballpark. First, we see a decently high total because both pitchers are not very good. Of course, Eric Lauer is definitely better than Mike Miner. But Andrew McCutcheon, the way you want to get Andrew McCutcheon as he is getting a little bit older is you want him against soft-throwing lefties, and that's exactly what Mike Miner is going to deliver to him today. Um, That game starts at 6.40 p.m. Eastern. I think that the Brewers will score off Mike Miner, and really the best hitter against lefties in their lineup, at least currently, is Andrew McCutcheon. He also has the best stats against Mike Miner, and I'm fully willing to play him on the half run in RBI as I do believe that there's a chance that he scores or that he drives in a run, especially in that ballpark. Give me Andrew McCutcheon over a half run in RBI. Let's talk Manny Machado. He's facing off against Ryan Feltner today. And on prize picks, he has one and a half runs in RBI. You very rarely see that. But we've actually been pretty profitable taking some of these in Coors Field. And the reason why Andrew or Manny Machado has such a high prop total today is because he's massively juiced on books. He's around minus 150 for a run, like minus 130 for an RBI. It's just a ton. 
and he's minus 160 to go over one and a half bases. And the reason being is you'd expect a righty like Machado to be better against lefties, but no, he's been much better against righties this year. He has an over 900 OPS against righties. And Ryan Feltner, two right-handed bats, is fastball, sinker, slider. You do not want to throw sinkers and sliders from the right-handed side to Manny Machado and Coors Field. I think he goes over one and a half runs in RBIs. I think he gets a bomb, and that would that would help us. Um, I think his home run prop is, is a very good one in this spot, but give me the one and a half runs in RBIs. I feel like he scores. I feel like he gets an RBI. I feel like he has a great day. You can think about his fantasy score too, but give me the runs and RBIs because that's where I feel most of the production will come from. Those are the two picks on prize picks. Make sure you use code JustBaseball or code JustGridiron when you download. It is Flex Friday. Make sure you're tuning into our space, which Flex Friday is um, you get your money back if you lose on one of the Flex plays. So join our Twitter space around 5 p.m. Eastern to go over all of our plays for the day. But we have to remember that it is not gambling advice. Thank you.